1: Welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode 178. Larry here. And Anthony here. And what's going on? How are you? Uh you know, well, not much has changed lately. I don't think a lot's gonna change for for now. For now. Uh nope, foreseeable nope. future it will, but for now we're doing we're hanging in there. Um, yeah, you
2: know, I'm enjoying the major events that are moving from
1: one room in the house to the other. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need to change a pace, you need to change a lifestyle. So instead What's of hanging out in the living here? room, oh, there you go. You'll uh, you'll part. hang out there. You go. You'll hang out in the kitchen. <laughs>
2: exactly, and and the kitchen is where I'm current. Well, that's where my setup is, kind of off the side of the kitchen. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, every, everything is going well, considering uh, we're, we're, I'm entering. Uh, week four okay. of,
1: uh, Very of the, the stay-at-home. I'm entering yeah. uh, year 40, or I have already entered yeah. year 40 of staying home. So, Yeah, so and how was your first week of 40? I wasn't bad. You know, everything's still kind of holding up. Uh, you know, a couple new aches and pains, uh, you know, just uh, coming along with the territory, which I was expecting. Um, you know, my uh, rage and anger maybe slightly higher now, but more of an old man level as opposed <laughs> to... Just uh, my usual, um, but no otherwise. Just so far, so good. Admittedly, okay.
2: Is 40, is forty when they give you the right to say "get off my lawn"? Or I, just, is there? <laughs> I,
1: I got to ask the expert. Uh, expert, which is Frank. Uh, I feel yeah. like that's more of a forty-five. Uh, uh, okay. You know, you know, uh, like a mid-level, uh, uh, you know, a, a midlife crisis uh, kind of sort of. But you know, at forty-five, mm. you know, living to ninety, we'll see uh so we'll uh but uh the 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 progress continues here at this point for me though uh with 40 so we'll see once i enter re-enter the real world then that will be a test yes and i think what you'll find is that nothing has changed i uh, know for the most part absolutely not uh if so we got behind me if everyone's wondering yeah this is uh this is the logo for my other podcast cheap plug talking more wrestling Mm -hmm. Um, doing, uh, actually we're in the, literally in the middle of WrestleMania weekend, uh, which is a two-night event this year, so I decided to throw that up, doing a live, uh, stream watch-along, uh, by the time all of you get this podcast, that will be, you know, a few days removed, but nevertheless, uh, successful last night, it's gonna be successful tonight, and that's basically what, but next week though because i'm moving some things around uh i should be back in the podcasting corner with the normal mm-hmm. background and everything like that so all right cool yes. yeah because
2: the, the, the pops just don't work for
1: me uh pops work amazing for me i love these <laughs> pops uh but um actually um, i think i got in waiting for my santa claus to come in I had a santa claus pop that they never shipped so, oh geez, <laughs> a little late for this year, but very uh, for last year, but very early for this year. So uh, yeah, this week, you know, we're just gonna have some foam, just gonna kind of uh, have. You got a couple of uh, news um, information here, some cool stuff. So if you just kind of shoot from the hip and take it from there.
2: Yeah, you know, since since the entire world is basically shooting from the hip at this point, why, basically, not, why, not, yeah. why
1: not us? It's kind of just slowing down. And, uh, you know, so we're going to catch up on some news because between we had, uh, you know, we had uh, two weeks talking about Castlevania, uh, last week talking about the Video Game Hall of Fame. Some news kind of got past us and we're definitely going to touch on them and see where it goes. Um, oh. So this is what to mention real quick. So uh, about a year ago maybe we were talking about this new little retro system called the Evercade. Um, yes. It was coming in from England. Um it, it had like a ton lineup of it was interchangeable cartridges. Uh each cartridge had like anywhere between like five and like ten games on it. Uh and big name companies, Atari, Namco, Data East, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, I was checking the website this morning. looks like the pre-sale... I don't know if it's been pushed or changed. Anything related to what's going on now, I don't know. But it looks like it's being released in May. But for this little system that has a lot of uh, classic games on it, there are two newer games that are going to be released on the Evergame. Ooh, to tell. Which I, which I will in a moment. And then I'm wondering now, is this... With new games like this, with these two new games coming out, um, you know, is this going to almost push this little... Tiny handheld into maybe a uh, you know a contender in in a handheld market that really is kind of non existent for the most part right now
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean handheld is basically well, I mean the switch is kind of cornering the handheld market at this point, you know you really don't have any other companies well, you don't have the majors you know mm-hmm. you don't have Sony or Microsoft really even attempting to go after that market anymore, especially now that the uh, what the Vita is done. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So, yeah. So it's basically just Nintendo and any other third party that wants to try and come out with something.
1: So, ba- so what's going to be happening here is um, the Evercade. It's a dual game cartridge. So actually, these two games are going to be on one cart uh, Tanglewood and Xeno Crisis. Mm. Now, Xeno Crisis uh, was a Kickstarter that I backed originally. Uh, I highly recommend Xeno Crisis. I mean, it plays exactly like smash tv but more of like a like an aliens like the movie like aliens type feel to it um so i recommend Xenocrisis even now uh tanglewood i'm not uh fully familiar with i know i think it's from like the same company that worked on Xenocrisis, uh mm-hmm. bitmap bureau and um i think that's more me ma- well i can't go into details i'm not sure what tanglewood is but here's what's kind of cool about these two games so Now, Xenocrisis was released on the Switch, on the PS4. If you backed it on Kickstarter, you were able to get a Dreamcast version that worked on your Dreamcast, a Mm -hmm. Genesis version, like a cart, Neo Geo maybe, I don't remember that much. But for this little Evercade, this Xenocrisis version is going to be kind of like the Mega Drive version. Okay, so so that makes sense. Yeah, um, oh, Mega Drive, you know, is again coming from uh, from England, so that's why it's called Mega Drive. Um, and Tanglewood, which is a m- a modern game, is kind of going to be developed, and I don't mean it's in a bad way, but with the limitations, like they're holding back on some stuff to purposely design it for the Genesis, for the Mega Drive, um, to give it this physical release on the Evercade.
2: Okay, I mean, it, it sounds intriguing, but I think um, for me, at least, uh, if they if ever kind of wants to cross over outside of you know the UK or Europe or wherever it plans to you know uh, be sold, um, I think they would need some really solid like 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 solid new games. Like in other words, like like what are they going to put out? Well, on these that are solid system? new. These are brand new games. N- well, no, no, no. I, I mean, no, no, no. They they were on other platforms. Correct. That's what I mean. In other words, like if you've got a Switch. If you've mm-hmm. already got a switch, you don't need the Evercade because well, those games are available. That, that goes That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, are they going to ever? Are they ever going to have um, their own exclusives? Basically. Oh, okay, right? that's different. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know. I, you know, it, it, I don't think it was ever really designed for that. I think it was always designed, but this company just kind of had the opportunity uh, mm. to go with this, um, and. Um, you know, because not only are they putting out that Xenocrisis Tanglewood 2-pack, uh, looks like they're also putting out an Atari Lynx collection onto the Evercade. Oh, uh, uh, see, so now that's one, two, interesting. Three, four, five. I can't tell which games they are, but it looks like... Oh, and I'm sorry. No, 17. So 17 Atari Lynx games will be released on the Evercade. Now that, yeah, that I think that's kind of... Because if you look at a lot of the games that they were being released, a lot of Atari games, Namco... They're kind of designed for on-the-go gaming. Mm-hmm. Xenocrisis is kind of like that. It's basically on-the-go. Tanglewood, I gotta look up. Um, but yeah, as far as exclusives, you know, we'll we'll see down the road. But I think right now, you know, so far so good with with this lineup uh, that they have happening. All right. Well, I mean, it
2: sounds intriguing. I mean, uh, uh, me personally, I'm not going to rush out to get it because, again, you know my handheld issues.
1: Um, but, but we're uh, here to talk about the the positive of some cool of these two cool games yeah. that will be coming out on the system.
2: Yeah, exactly. And for that alone, you know, I mean, it, it's worth looking at, especially for people who enjoy handheld gaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hurt, especially if you want to. Hit up some cool... And, and they have, like like you said, like, they have a lot of retro collection
1: cartridges coming out, so I think for that, it's at least worth taking a look oh, at. here we go. So the lineup for the Atari Lynx collection, um, just real quick, 17 games, uh, and you can tell where the Lynx was in the, uh, in the lifespan of handheld games. I don't, I don't recognize any of these names. Uh, Scrapyard Dog, Basket Brawl, uh, Super Asteroids Missile Command, I know that one, Awesome Golf, uh, Crystal Mines 2, cyber virus dracula the undead gordo 106 <laughs> gordo was a good movie um ishido wave stones jimmy connor's tennis loops malibu bikini volleyball mega pack power factors remnant super squeak and zump x-u-m-p zump no zump? idea hmm, interesting so, uh, all right, so we'll see about this. So that's pretty cool, because if you're ever looking to get a Lynx collection, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. What a better mm-hmm. working system, probably, than a Lynx. Uh, possibly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so that's looking uh, some cool stuff for the Evercade. Cool. Very cool.
2: Um, Just really quickly on my end, the only thing that I looked at uh, that I saw today was that, um, you know, E3 is getting canceled or postponed like Mm -hmm. everything else is because of what's going on in the world. But um, IGN just announced that um, IGN.com just announced that they are doing a summer of gaming event in June. Um, that they're saying is kind of going to be similar to E3. So there's going to be something, you know, in terms of like maybe big news event, uh, announcements and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool, uh, just cool for IGN mm-hmm. to to try and put some type of event together, considering now there's a hole where E3 w- was supposed to be. Uh, and I'm curious to see if if they're going to be able to pull in all of the major companies to make some types of announcements, especially because, like, I know Sony had decided not to attend e three this year. So, so I'm curious to see because with IGN, I mean, they always have news from all the major companies. So, I'm so I guess we'll see what they have, uh, what they're going to wind up slating for. For this summer of gaming event in June, <laughs>
1: you know it's funny. Yeah, as much as Sony was gonna do something different, not be there physically, I think I thought I saw or read something that Nintendo was probably going to be at E3 with a uh, some mm-hmm. sort of physical presence that they haven't had in, a, in the last couple of years. Um, Xbox, Microsoft goes always dominating E3 as far as the the uh, the stage uh, uh, presentations that they do. Yes, you know. It, it, Putting aside uh, the reason why E3 is canceled this year, I feel like that the digital way was kind of where everyone's heading. Nintendo's already done it the last few years with a Nintendo Direct. Uh, Sony has did it last year, basically, and in a way, and now they have their state of Mm -hmm. play, so they were probably heading that way as well, and this is going to force Microsoft to probably do something like this as well. You know, I kind of feel like I'm not saying that the writing was on the wall before all this happened, but I mm-hmm. feel like e- like a physical e excuse me a physical e three probably the the seeds of going completely digital probably starting to happen or starting to get planted uh, in my opinion where it would have been like five or ten years from now maybe e three is going to be completely digital regardless. Well, I think well, not I completely, think e- but. Yeah, well,
2: I think E three a, a few years ago when they actually switched to like um, business o- businesses only, mm-hmm. like it, it used to be open to the general public the way that like San Diego Comic Con is, yeah. but then they closed they closed off the general public. It's just for people working in the industry, so it became more of like a like a CES, like Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah, um, and I think may, what we're probably going to see now after this year is. The digital, like, we'll ha- they'll have the digital presence for the general public while the physical floor, the actual floor, will be open to be- people in the business only.
1: Which I understand, definitely. But, like, also I feel like it's going to be more where a lot of times, like, a lot of the gaming companies will just be there to show off their games. Whereas the phys- you're still going to need the physical aspect if you're still putting out systems, you know, unless mm-hmm. we get to a point where, like... You know, PS Five and the Xbox Series X are the last systems, and they go the way of Google Stadia as far as right. streaming only. Um, but yeah, you're going to need some sort of physical presence with the hardware. But uh, yeah, to your point, I, I hear you on that part where you you know yeah the the close it even more to business only. Um, mm-hmm. But speaking of this uh, 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 summer of gaming for my gen, it looks like they got so far. Uh, 2K Square Enix Sega Bandai, Bandai Namco Amazon Google Stadia Twitter uh Devolver Digital and THQ Nordic.
2: Mm. So yeah, uh, so they've they, so they they're already they're already making a play for a good chunk yeah. of uh okay. companies. So so it should be interesting to see what that's going to be. Yes, totally. Very cool. Speaking uh, of Google Stadia, really quickly, yes, Larry, yes. Uh, have you been playing yours at all? I mean, you got it and then kind of like
1: Yeah, I did. Because, again, with all things I usually get, I'm excited, I get it, I play the hell out of it for a week, and then it goes to the wayside. Um, I have not played it, not because I'm not interested, not because I don't want to. Again, it's just... The Switch actually has been dominating my home console gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. Also, considering the fact that If I want to play either the Stadia, the PS4, or the Xbox One, because I've run out of inputs on the back of my TV and I just never have found a decent working HDMI splitter, Uh, everyone I buy Mm -hmm. just it never works properly. So, um, like to the point where Xbox One X doesn't even like it's rejected all of these splitters. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. I know it's I'm probably doing something wrong, but. Um, so I got to get up and physically plug and unplug these systems. If I want to play them. Oh no! Yeah. The horror. So no, it's it's annoying, and um, because then I got to get you know every time I th- think I have my HDMI wires set up good, one ends up falling behind the TV, then the rest of them fall behind the TV, and I'm just mm-hmm. I'm not getting back there anytime soon. So um, I've uh, the Stadia is in my mind. Uh, I'm still picking up the free games each month. Um, but you know, it's funny with Stadia, you know, I see a lot of people always kind of giving Stadia garbage and everything like, Oh, it's not true. 4k or whatever. Eight times out of 10, it's because it's their own network that these people don't realize is they just don't have a good network, but the games on the Stadia and I blame it on the fact that Stadia is brand new. Like for example, the division two just came out on
0: Google Stadia. It's been out on Xbox and PlayStation for. Looking to give your retirement portfolio a boost with exciting new investment opportunities? Think about this crypto assets present the best opportunity to build generational wealth since the discovery of oil. In the past, cryptocurrency was confusing. You may have wondered if it was even possible to get involved. That all changed with BitTrust IRA. BitTrust IRA helps you seamlessly and securely add crypto to your portfolio. They have a 24-7 trading platform with no minimum investments and unlimited trades, plus a team to help guide you if you have questions. Go to BittrustIRA.com slash podcast to learn more. For a limited time, Bittrust IRA is waiving the sign-up fee for listeners of this podcast a $50 value. That's B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A.com slash podcast.
1: A few months now if not a year. No, it hasn't been a year, but it's definitely been at least six months, maybe a year. In any event, and and I don't know why it was so cheap, but for a little while, like, you could have gotten the Division 2 literally for $3. It's a $60 game. Very, I don't know why, because it's not a bad game. No one's complaining about it. It was just ridiculously cheap. But where you can get it for very cheap now on Xbox and PlayStation, it's still, like, full price on Stadia. So, that is Stadia's problem right now. Um, yeah. you know, they're still going full prices. And again, I get it. I know why. But they're new. Yeah. So, uh, but push comes to shove. I'm going to play those games on the other systems. Um, yeah, yeah. but I'm still eyeing because it's still new. I just got to see the difference in the release dates because I'm, I'm eyeing Marvel's Avengers. But I yes. do want to get it on Stadia, kind of just for the heck of it. Um, mm but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the, what the time frame is between those two. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, I was just curious because, uh, that kind of fell by the wayside. It did, but again, not because I'm not interested, just, just <clears> other, <throat> uh, the switch has literally been yeah. dominating. The switch has been dominating my gameplay so much. I'm actually looking into a, a cooling stand for the switch. Wow. <laughs> and, and for me, it's the complete opposite. Like my switch has
2: been, um, I've been quiet on the switch lately. Okay. Um, but only because, I guess, um, I don't have any games on there that I really need to play. Like, I, 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 like I completed Mario Odyssey. 100, I did 100% completion on that. I did 100% completion on Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, finished Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ultimate. And then, um, I mean, outside of those games, I don't really have that many that are, like, pushing me back to it. At the moment, like I've got some downloads on there that I have to play, um, like Thimbleweed Park, which I started. Okay. Um, but otherwise, like, uh, but and then obviously the the online collection, which is awesome, playing the old NES and, oh, Super, yeah. and yeah. Super Nintendo games, great, absolutely great. But there's nothing there's nothing right now drawing me to it. The not the way that my PlayStation Four is because I have okay. so many games on my PS4 that I haven't completed that. That's the one that. Like, um, that I have to go back to my Xbox One is just a, a paperweight right now. It, I think it's been a paperweight for over a year. Yeah, I don't, I don't call it an Xbox One; it's now a PUBG machine. So, uh, they, yeah. <laughs> see, like if I ever turn that, if I ever turn the system back on, it's basically my Rock Band Four machine. That's
1: that's pretty much the only reason why I would turn it on, basically. And now, so let me ask you this then, because uh, it just it just dawned on me, you know, now that we're in this age of retro and and wanting to keep everything at this point. Like yeah. do you even think about selling back your Xbox 1? No. <laughs> no. no. No, I, but, I
2: mean neither I, would I.
1: So No, no, yeah, I know.
2: I've learned my lesson. I'm like I have bought rebought every single system I have I have sold back. So <laughs> I'd rather just keep it. Um maybe I would get maybe I would trade it in if I bought the Xbox 1X for my collection. Okay. You know what I mean cuz I have the Makes S. sense. Right. But otherwise, no, absolutely not. It needs to stay. And again, on uh and uh, on top of that, it's like if you were to sell your system now, like your newer systems, and this is also something to keep in mind, you're also selling away all the games you purchased on them digitally or downloaded digitally because you'll never have access to those again. So you're better off just keeping it for everything that you own. Yep. Makes unless sense you really, me. really don't care about it.
1: I mean, let's like. Like if the PS5 is as backwards compatible as it says with the PS4, there's something that you could probably, probably yeah. think about doing. You're right with right. Xbox. You know, I had the Xbox One. I sold back my Xbox One after I got the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, makes sense because it just transfers over.
2: Yeah.
1: And we'll see how the Elite series is. Um, yeah, I think but,
2: the, I yeah. think I think the last system I ever sold back was the original Xbox. Actually, when because when 360 came out. They said it was going to be fully backwards compatible, so I got rid of the Xbox. <laughs> um, and I've yet to buy it
0: back. Okay, I still well, have to
2: there you buy, go. I still, buy, I still have to buy that one back. And, I, and, I've yet, that, uh, and I've yet to own a PlayStation 3. Never owned <laughs> yeah. it. I always find that it, weird, that you, that's the one you skipped. That's the one I skipped. Well, you know what it was? When we, when we got to that generation, I made a choice, because it was PS3, Wii, th- Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Of the three... I only bought the 360. I okay. never owned the Wii th- during its run, mm-hmm. and I never owned the ps3. I stopped I was like, oh, you know what? Xbox 360 has everything I want, done, sold, fair enough. Uh, you yeah. know, and I only bought a Wii like a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, you did <laughs> so and I, and I honestly haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you don't, you, you have a Wii U. Well, I have a Wii U which I did play, and yeah. I have a Wii and I have and to be honest with you, I want to pull out the Wii just to play. Uh, and this is me, of course. All the game show games that were on the Wii, games fantastic. And I bought them all. I had yep. Price is Right. I had Pressure Luck. <laughs> uh, I had the Amazing Race. I have like all those <laughs> games that I want to play. I just haven't taken the Wii out to actually play them. We we need to do. Uh, uh, we we have to figure out a way to do like a game show live stream. Mm. I think, right between the two of us, since we both love game mm. shows, that would be, be kind interesting. of fun.
0: I'm
1: sure, there's a way to do that uh, other than like Trigger Pursuit and Wheel of Fortune. So
2: No, 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 no. I think that, I think yeah. we can find
1: a way to do it. I think I, so. and I think it would be fun. But we'll, mm. we'll figure it out. We will we will put two and two together on that one. Yeah. Especially because we have time now to figure it out. So. <laughs> yes. Constantly being reminded. Um all right. So yeah, you know, with the you know, it's funny, you know, again with the with the games and everything. Um so going back to E three, yeah, I think eventually it will go digital. I think a lot of the, the companies are already seeing that. Uh but To kind of step back a little bit, Nintendo, this is very interesting. We kind of, this came out a few weeks ago, but um, Nintendo did this collaboration with Legos that looks phenomenal. Not, but it's not a traditional Nintendo way, but it's also not a traditional Lego way. Yeah. You know, so basically what it is, it's this Lego Super Mario adventure that. It is exactly what that title says. It's a Lego set of Super Mario, but you, like, build a course, and then you play the course. Yeah. Now, Ant, I haven't really seen anything come out as far as, like, actual detailed descriptions on how this works, just really just the release trailer. Uh, yeah. But what are your thoughts when you saw this? I thought that this is uh, this is a, a kind of a perfect blend of two mediums
2: right here, because... Um, for all intents and purposes, I feel like um, physical like, like um, physical play or role mm-hmm. play or whatever you want to call it, what kids do with actual toys, has been falling by the wayside for years. Mostly because, you know, the digital age. Put yeah. a screen in front of a kid and that's it. They can do what they want. Um, and Lego, if you haven't – for the most part, Lego has really reinvented themselves by catering to the adult mm-hmm. with all of these collector sets. They've been licensing – all of these brands for years now so that you can own, you can build build your own Millennium Falcon or for somebody like me, (laughs) you can, you can,
1: you can build your central perk for friends. Like my cousin just built the Millennium Falcon. He said it took him like, like 10 hours, but he finally did it. (laughs) Yeah. Like my, my friend said, I think took me like four or five or Mm -hmm. maybe,
2: maybe four or five hours to put Mm -hmm. together or, um, but still it, you know, that's where Lego has gone because the appeal for kids isn't as strong. Now granted, they still do well with kids, but you know, but the, here's here's another avenue. Now we've got this opportunity where um video gaming has becoming is becoming so big and so lucrative that Lego, to me, has now they're kind of like the first company to really take advantage of it, offering a physical set that becomes its own little video game adventure on yeah. top of it. So really, really clever, great collaboration by Nintendo and Lego. Now, granted, it hasn't come out yet. We need to see what the final product is going to wind up being. Mm-hmm. But if anything, it's kind of like taking Super Mario Maker and giving it you know, a, a physical interaction.
1: That's exactly the case. Uh, basically what it is, you have this uh, giant, very un-Lego-like uh, Mario figure, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, and he's got like he's got a little bit of a he's got like this digital uh, screen, this little digital screen on his chest. And I, I, I'm assuming you build the level however you want. You place mm-hmm. question blocks different places. And then he's got like a, in the in the trailer, he's got like a 60 second timer. And then you just move the piece along the board. And it recognizes if you hit like a question block, it'll and I think it's like random how many coins you get, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you work your way through the level, and then you know you, you get to the you get to the um, to the flagpole. So again, no detailed information as far as how this plays, but to your point, Anne, I think it's a very cool kind of this this uh, baby <laughs> coming from Nintendo and from Lego. Uh, that I'm definitely looking forward to. It looks like it's coming out. Well, as of right now, it's scheduled for August, so we'll see how that goes. Um, mm-hmm. And the starter set starter set so there'll be other pieces to it. Retailing for around seventy dollars here uh, in the US. So we'll um you know fingers crossed we'll see what comes out with that. Um I'm just curious as to the detailed gameplay. Like that I'm really yeah. interested about. Yeah, same here. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yep, that's what we do best. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. Do. You got do anything else there on your side? Uh news wise no. I have other okay. stuff. Just, um no here's something here's mm-hmm. something big that we can we can touch on for a little while. I at first, because this came out the end around the end of March. And as much as we try not to delve too much into rumors, this is a rumor that's fun to talk about. Um, it would be very interesting if it's true. I kind of thought it would be a, a, a April Fool's joke. Uh, part of it kind of was, but part of it may not mm-hmm. be. Uh, it's the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. And supposedly, so there's no, don't put any too much fact mm-hmm, into this because there are none, but supposedly Nintendo is getting ready to gear up to put out a bunch of remastered or at least HD versions of almost all of Mario's adventures throughout, throughout the years onto the Switch. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that and uh, first off, sounds really awesome. Depending on the games that they select, but mm-hmm. um, they have they have a great library to choose from. Hope, mm-hmm. uh, my 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 standout hope will obviously be Mario is missing, or <laughs> um, Super Mario Hotel on the CDI. Those unfortunately were the April Fool's joke. <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously. I mean, if you think about it, imagine um, again, imagine Mario sixty four upgraded for the
1: Switch. Exactly. I'm all in. And uh, according to, and this is from Nintendo Life, where we do get a lot of our Nintendo source, um, quote from Nintendo Life uh, with an update. In addition to the report mentioned below, which is talking about what we were just mentioning, uh, a second report from Eurogamer now lists Super Mario Galaxy as one of the confirmed remasters, along quote, alongside a couple of other 3D Mario favorites. So, yeah, I think on the Switch, like to really get those H, kind of like what, The switch did with new super mario brothers u deluxe Mm -hmm. the game was on the wii u it looked gorgeous on the wii u they gave it a little bit of a fresh coat of paint a couple of extra features re-released it on the switch which i bought up immediately and i love that game Um, but to see something like super mario galaxy which was on the wii uh get a gorgeous hd upgrade uh that's a game as much as i owned i barely touched we already know that you never Mm -hmm. played it probably uh, same with Super Mario Galaxy Two, um, yep. even with Super Mario 3D World that came out right. on the Wii U. You know these would be interesting and kind of assumed would get the remakes. But Ant, as you mentioned, to see Super Mario 64 with, with yes. a graphical upgrade, we kind of got to tease and switch. And Super Mario we Odyssey, did. I should say.
2: Yes, yeah. Because basically, I I think Mario sixty four would pretty much play like Super Mario Odyssey. It I would think absolutely, that's exactly, uh, yeah, and it would be beautiful. I think I think if they, uh, I mean, if you if they're turning some of the three D games into it, I don't think the list is a lot shorter. It makes me just think it's going to be Mario sixty four, Mario Galaxy, and Super Mario Sunshine. Because I can't think of any other ones that you would upgrade. Yeah,
0: indie-wise.
1: I mean, you're right. Uh, basically, from the N sixty four on. Um, yeah. but let's kind of do a little bit of fantasy booking here. A little armchair quarterback. I Ooh. mean, c- could you imagine playing? And we got we like oh yeah. Let's go back in time. So Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three. Amazing mm-hmm. games goes without question, and they're phenomenal on the NES. Fast forward to the Super Nintendo, we get Super Mario All Stars, which was probably in th- one of the first remakes to 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 be brought to the general public you know what right. i mean and mm-hmm. we're talking graphical uh, upgrades and and what would like back then what was your reaction when you saw super mario all-stars with these graphical upgrades to these three classic games forget uh yeah. levels because that was that's a whole different ball game but these three games
2: yeah, no. I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, just seeing how, um, just seeing how they, e- even then, from eight bit to sixteen bit, just giving what upgrades they could. I mean, it was just cool to play them on a newer system. Because remember, back then, um, when you put, when you're basically when you moved down to the next system, the old system just kind of went into a it closet. Yeah, you know what I right. mean? It's almost like yep. you just kind of forgot about them. Yep. Not like what we do today. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was really cool to see some of the games that I loved on my original NES on the Super Nintendo, and again with a
1: little fresh coat of paint. Now, imagine seeing now take all stars and giving it an even newer graphical upgrade to the point where it looks like Super Mario Deluxe, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. I mean, that would be amazing. That would that would be phenomenal. And that's what I hope they would do if this is all true. Um, Super Mario World to get a graphical upgrade, uh, which it never has before. I think that would be pretty, pretty fantastic. I would look forward if they were to do this with the handheld. So I'm going to dip into the handheld mm-hmm. for a moment. Now, we had about one, two, uh, let me think, one, two, let me, let me look, three, four, four, uh, five. Five major Mario Brothers handheld games, and I'm not counting the Wario Land series. So we got Super Mario Land on Game Boy, Super mm-hmm. Mario Land 2, six golden coins also on Game Boy, Jump to the DS, we got New Super Mario Brothers. uh, New Super Mario Brothers 2, uh, which I believe was still on the DS. It may have came out on the 3DS, actually. And then Super Mario 3D Land, which is definitely on the 3DS. So, these five games are fantastic games unto themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, to see a Game Boy game, I don't know how they would... Unless they went all in and made, like, Super Mario Land... Even change, <laughs> even change Super Mario Land from Game Boy to eight bit NES Super Mario Land. Mm. I'll take that. Yeah, that's that's a good change. That'd be cool. Now Super Mario Land Two did look a lot more like the NES version, or even kind of like the Super NES version. Um, but let's colorize those. Let's bring those into the modern era. I think that would be pretty sweet. And again, some of the best new Super Mario Brothers, probably one of the best platformers in a, at, up to that point, came out in 2006. One of the best platformers for a Mario game probably since the original Super Mario Brothers. It was okay. fantastic. Um so I'm if they do this, I really hope they go all in and just do all of these, what I say 16 games. Do all yeah. 16 games um and just do them up right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, time will tell. We'll yeah, you know, I mean,
2: as always with Nintendo, they have a deep library to dip into. So who knows what we're going to see?
1: And let's face facts: if they just even just re-release these games as is, I'm still I'm still all in. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, they also mentioned a new Paper Mario game. Uh, I've never really got into the Paper Mario series. It's a great series. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll see about that as time goes on. No release dates, obviously, no even proof that this is happening, but we'll see. Yeah,
2: yeah, well, yeah. time Again, we will find out. Alrighty, cool. Um, let's see. So, one thing to bring up also that I wanted to talk about this week really quickly, uh, mostly because I actually did manage to go video game shopping and pick up a game this week. Oh, curbside pickup! Curbside pickup, which, by <laughs> the way. I'm kind (laughs) of liking. You know, you order it online, you show up, you you know, I ordered, I ordered, uh, well, let's just show it off, uh, because this week we got Resident Evil 3. Oh, look at that. The the remake, or the, uh, not the remake, the remaster. Yeah. Got it. Make the difference. So the remat, right? The remaster of Nemesis, mm-hmm. which uh, I I played on the Dreamcast and never beat. Ooh. I got to the end and could not beat Nemesis. Oh man, um, which stinks. Um, and I pre-ordered it the day before because they had some type of steel steelbook thing that came with it. Um, I haven't opened it yet, but um, okay. The game's
1: is there, not like, in the, the book?
2: No, no, That's the game. Weird. The game. Well, the game's not here. The game's in my system. Right oh, <laughs> <now>. <laughs>
1: but um, still you're thinking? All right, interesting.
2: But yeah, so. Um, So the the plus to it was it came out of Steelbook, so I pre-ordered it the night before, and it still counted as a pre-order, which is great.
1: (laughs) I love that, yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah, I just love that. Uh, You know, one thing I – and what I love about curbside pickup is you pull into the parking lot. They have have parking spots available for curbside pickup. You go into your email where you got the receipt, and you press a little button and tell them you're there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just wait, and then they literally just walk out. They hand it to you, and you leave. Or they put it in your trunk, so there's no oh, human interaction, yeah. and you leave. <laughs> which, um, is, which is what yeah. we're gearing up. Welcome which to Wilder. Right yeah. the, the only the only drawback to it, and you'll you'll get a kick out of this, is I have no physical receipt to put <laughs> in my. Game.
1: Just print up the one you got in your email and fold I'm it nine times.
2: It's it's not the same. No, it's not the you same. You know, like, like 20 years from now, I want to open up that physical receipt to see it all worn
1: and be like, oh, look, I bought this. Like As it unfolds as you open up the box. Yes. <laughs> um, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you okay. know what I... So, um,
2: so, yeah, so I managed to pick this up. That's right, um, cool. All right, so you cool. get new stuff. And also, uh, a cool bonus with this game... You know, I'm a big Dead by Daylight fan, which is an online multiplayer. Mm -hmm. There's an add on to this game called Project Resistance. Okay. Where it's a four on one online multiplayer where you either play as one of the survivors. Oh, Resident Evil Resistance, yeah yeah project resistance yeah so um you either play as the survivor or you can play as the mastermind mm-hmm. and the mastermind basically sets up the level for you not to, like you have to go through and achieve things, but along the way, the mastermind will put zombies yeah. and zombie dogs and he can shoot you through the the, oh. the, the um the good. security cameras are set up <laughs> with like machine guns that will shoot you and stuff <laughs> and obviously the object is for the survivors to get through each room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and escape at the end, and then the mastermind is there to stop you. Um, mm-hmm. So far, never survived because I played <laughs> the demo. I played the demo version. Oh, that's what um, I downloaded. Like yeah, like a week. Yeah, like a week ago or so. Um, never survived. But now this one's got like you no, know, this is the full thing. It's got different levels to it. There are actually there are more characters. There are more masterminds. So I'm curious. I haven't played. I haven't played through it yet because I was busy with another game, which I'll get to in a second. But. Um, But yeah, so uh, really, really cool. I also want to play through the Resident Evil remake, Mm -hmm. uh, the remaster, but I haven't i haven't even opened my resident evil 2 one oh <laughs> and, I, and i want to play through that as well
1: you know so. I'm, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you i could have sworn resistance was going to be a completely separate game i didn't realize it's just part of resident evil 3 that's well
2: cool. no, no no that that's what we all thought because yeah. when
1: i saw when i saw
2: resistance last year at comic-con mm-hmm. i remember seeing it and i'm like oh I go, this is really interesting and i'm like ooh, i go maybe it'll replace dead by daylight um which, uh, which so far, I haven't found a game online that grabs my <laughs> attention as much as Debbie Taylor. I tried the Predator demo also Okay, um, last week. Uh, I wasn't generally impressed with it. I think you mentioned so, that, yeah. Yeah, it, it's coming out. Um, uh, Ilphonic is making it. They're the same company that made the Friday the 13th online mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. and then lost the rights to it. Um, <laughs> so they all see how long they hold on to Predator. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Like, like Well, they have the rights for Predator, but it, it just... It didn't grab me. Probably the biggest issue for me will always be that um, um, that first person esque yes. perspective. Yeah, you hate that. I, I can't I can't <laughs> handle that. I just can't handle that.
0: I'm not really good at it.
2: Um, and it gives me a headache. So like I play I play like two rounds and I'm like, Okay, I need to take a break. I was like, I'm ready. So, <laughs> I'm done.
0: Uh,
2: but but otherwise like I play it as Predator, I play it as uh the, the you know, the the guys getting dropped in the jungle and mm-hmm. stuff. It's okay for what it is, but right. nothing Nothing really outwardly grabbing me. Project Resistance to me has, um, there's a little more to it. Yeah. So, and the third-person perspective is very helpful. I haven't played as Mastermind yet, but okay. as a survivor, um, it's been pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So I, I saw it. Uh, you, you saw it at Comic Con. I saw it. Well, you saw it at San Diego Comic Con. I saw it at New York Comic Con, uh, and I thought it looked fantastic uh, watching mm-hmm. the demo there. But uh, all right, so it's that's I, I kind of like that that it's part of Resident Evil Three, so you kind of get two and one. So that's yeah, that's exactly. Cool. So yeah, so if you're gonna buy Resident Evil Three, which I obviously recommend because it's an amazing game, mm-hmm. uh,
2: you get Project Resistance as a bonus right, with it. Cool. So so if you if you've ever wanted to dip your toe into online multiplayer, don't do it. Um, Project <laughs> Resistance comes with Resident
1: Evil Three, which is kind of cool. Awesome. Uh, speaking of pre-orders, I pulled the trigger and I did pre-order Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Very nice. So, uh, or remakes. Physical or digital? No, re- Remaster. I, I get getting confused. Remake. It's um, a remake. Have, have you seen, real quick, have you seen Jane Silent Bob reboot? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Great movie. First of all, if you haven't seen it. It's on Amazon Prime, actually. So you can check it out. It's very funny. And there's a whole, they have a whole scene about remake versus reboot and this is me right now with remake versus remastered yes (laughs) it's 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 confusing very confusing and the way they do remake versus reboot in the jason bob movie is the description is hysterical so go watch it um but so i am all right i pre-ordered the final fantasy 7 new one that's coming out april 10th (laughs) digital or physical of course digital Okay. Always going. Yeah,
2: down. because you'll uh, you'll probably get it before I do. Because again, and not to bring it up all the time, but because of the current situation, mm-hmm. non-essential packages aren't getting delivered on schedule. Which is completely understandable, but that also means my Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I ordered the physical copy for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I ordered the, um, I, I forget which bundle I ordered, but it actually, it, it's coming with a hardcover book. Oh, also. that's cool. All right. Yeah, so I ordered that one because it's Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite games of all time. Um, So you um, know. so I may not get it on time, which will be this Friday the 10th. Gotcha.
1: You know, uh, with that whole non-essential thing apparently doesn't work on this block, because uh, there's been packages and boxes that I've been getting, nothing has been, everything has been non-essential, and I've been getting it very quickly. (laughs) Well, yeah, and it's entirely possible that, you know, some things will show up um, on time. Um, I would have done digital anyway, as you know. Um, Yeah,
2: and I wouldn't.
1: And there was, you know, there was a digital, it was like digital, then like a digital bundle for Final Fantasy VII, but... I was like, eh, I'll just go with the regular standard edition. I'm fine with. Um, so I got that fact. I think it's already pre-downloaded. Oh, no, that's a lie. It will pre-download on the 8th. Mm-hmm. So it will already be ready to go on the 10th. Um, right. well, so cool. when I clock yes. out of work at 4.30, I can start playing it at 4.32. 32. <laughs>
2: Awesome! Yeah, I, I, kind of the bonus, right? It's like the minute I clock out, it's like my PlayStation goes. I on just literally,
1: like, <laughs> this is going to be. In fact, this is where my workstation is going to be because uh, I'm moving some things around. Literally, I'm going to be like, and I'm done. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, that's about me. Uh, I'm about uh, five seconds away from work and home. Yeah. (laughs) More or less. But, uh, yeah, so Final Fantasy VII comes Mm -hmm. out on the 10th. If you haven't played the demo yet, highly
1: recommend just downloading the demo. We live-streamed it. That's what Um, got me to... I'm going to be honest with you. Right. I'm going to be honest with you. So I watched you play the the, the demo, and it looked awesome, and I know you love Final Fantasy VII. And, you know, I, I recognize the impact Final Fantasy VII has on gaming, but I really... To the point that I just pre-ordered it literally, actually this morning, I pre-ordered it this morning. Um, I wasn't going to really get it, because I'm just like, eh, I'm, it's, I'm not interested. I saw you play the demo, I was like, ooh, that looks very interesting. I then played the demo, and I'm like, oh, this is extremely interesting. And that's basically then a little bit of birthday money, and that's basically what got me to pull the trigger.
2: Well, you know what? I, uh, I think the big change that's going to make it appealing to more people, and when I say more people, I mean more non-RPG mm-hmm, fans, mm-hmm. is the fact that they change the battle system. Yes. So, yes. and that's really what it comes down to, because the, I, I know a lot of people get turned off with that turn-based battle system in RPGs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and it's just a, it, it just kills the game for you. I was like, the fact that you're able to do your battles in real time now, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like the way Kingdom Hearts yes. introduced that. And maybe they they weren't the ones to introduce it, but that's the first game I remember yep. playing where I'm like, oh, I was like, this is kind of cool. Um, so now that they're doing that with Final Fantasy VII, I think it just turns it into a completely different game, and it's going to open it up to
1: non-RPG fans. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and it did. At least it did with this one. So yeah. So um, very cinematic too. Like it was oh, very oh, cinematic. Yeah. yeah. You know, which, I kind of. I kind of skipped through that part for the demo. I just wanted to get to the gameplay. But when I get the game, yeah, I'm going to sit through it. And what was I just? I'm trying to think of a game that I was just playing that you can basically just sit there and watch through it. Um, I can't remember what it was. But to change the subject just for one moment, game wise, have you ever played these recent? um, Like, I mean, they're full motion. They're basically movie video games. It's the only thing I can call them. Uh, There's one called The Late Shift. That was out on some of the systems. Like, basically, they film a movie, and, mm-hmm. like, you make the choices as you go along, and whatever yeah. choice you go, you know, it goes into different directions and stuff like that. They've had them forever, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But now, like, they're doing, like, almost like big budget type games. Yeah. Um, and I just downloaded one on the Switch. I think you can get them on any system. Um, It is holy cow i forgot the name of it <laughs> uh, uh,
2: is is it called are they are they actual like live action movies yeah, or are it's we a, talking... it's a
1: movie yeah. it is a movie uh um, okay. holy lord Hopefully there's going to be some editing here for a second, because now I completely forgot. No, I was wondering thing. if
2: you were going more along the lines of like an Until Dawn or Man of Medan kind of style, um, you know, or Detroit Become Human, where oh, it's no. a video game, but the choices you make dictate where the story
1: goes. The choices you make dictate where the story goes, but it's li- it's, it's actual a actors. Well, then it's it's Night Trap. <laughs> Basically. I, well, yes, you're Ish. right. But Ish. yeah. Um, here's... uh all right. The, All right. Well, you figure it out. You figure it out. I'm going to go on to. A okay, fine. Topic.
2: You do that. Okay. All right. You try and figure that out. But um, well, I was when I was talking about Resident Evil Three, I had mentioned that uh, I haven't started playing, you know, Project Resistance yet because I was distracted by another game. Um, I wanted to bring up because we haven't talked about the 2020 video game challenge that we're doing. No, not much. Um, but uh, I have a new game to add to the list because. I just completed, yeah, I want to say, was it yesterday? No, it was Friday. It was mm-hmm. Friday night. I live streamed the ending of Shadow of the Colossus for PlayStation. Very good. PlayStation. Yeah, the, uh, the, the remastered <laughs> yeah. for the PlayStation 4. Which
1: would count um, that one because there really is no change to the game system.
2: There's no so. change to the gameplay. And I have to say, not only is that probably the be- the most beautiful game I have ever seen. It is. It really is. Like, it blew my mind. Watching that game, just watching it blew Mm -hmm. my mind. Forget about playing. But um, it was challenging. Uh, You know, it it was just absolutely fantastic adventure all the way through. Very dark, too, if you're paying attention to the story. Mm -hmm. It's a very dark story. Um, And for those of you who may have downloaded it for free on PlayStation Plus last month because it was one of the free games – um, I cannot recommend going through it enough. I really can't. Absolutely stunning game. Um, and uh, now that I'm done with it, I'm actually going back to, um, to do like, I, I try to get the other trophies. Like mm-hmm. I don't have that many games on my PlayStation four where I'm hundred percent. This is a game where I kind of want to go back through it. Mm-hmm. And catch all the pieces that I missed, no matter, like, despite how simple it is. And everything. It's like Breath
1: of the Wild to me. It's like, it's just beautiful to kind of ride through the game and look at it. Oh, yeah. yo yeah. And that's on the PS4. This game looked gorgeous originally on the PS2. Yeah, when I first is, got it, yeah, yeah, which is insane. Yeah, um, and the and the colo- like the the
2: Colossi mm-hmm. that you fight, mm-hmm. every single one of them, like it's just like every. Sing- it didn't matter how you know there are sixteen of them in the game, but every single time one of them shows up, like I'm literally sit- sitting there staring at it awe. and on. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm like this thing is beautiful, and yeah. now I got to
1: kill it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's what we do. Uh yeah, no, so uh, I'm very happy. So you got that on the list, which is awesome. Uh, so good to go. Yeah, I got. I've. I'm not going to get into it, but uh, I got to pick up my my uh, gaming, uh, my gaming. You're still, uh, which no, I...
2: granted, you're you're still ahead in the chat. No,
1: no, uh, so far, but yeah. you're, you're starting to, to creep one. up on me. All right, hey, listen, a, a yeah. lead's a lead. So, um, but I'll, that's uh... okay. I'm perfectly happy because you won't find where's Waldo on my list. <laughs> <to finish. laughs> that's fun. Hashtag quantity over quality. Um, so, but I'm happy that you did beat it, though, so very cool. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I did not want to watch the stream, because I did not want to see the ending, because even though it's been, like, 20 years since that game originally came out, I still, at some point before I die, have uh, a a will to beat that game. Nice. So, we'll see. Uh, Okay, so to go back to what the hell I was trying to figure out, the game (laughs) is called The Complex, and it's an interactive movie. Like, an interactive movie that has gotten... Um, ninety-five out of a hundred, f- like four and a quarter stars, four and a half stars from digitally downloaded horror cult film. Gave it four and a quarter stars, eight and a half out of ten. Is this is this on PS4? It is available on everything: PS4, Switch, Xbox, and Steam. I got it on Switch. And, it's called what's the, the name of it again? The Complex. The Complex. Now okay. the reason why I bought it originally: every Tuesday I go on Switch and I go like to the. Uh, you know, up the coming soon section, just to see mm-hmm. what's coming out. And as I'm scrolling, I I'm see... actually going to the store as we as we. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Scroll. It's it's and it's this and the 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 store. Like you can press start on the game and just put mm-hmm. your controller down because if you don't make a decision, one's made for you. And you can oh, that's like kind of cool. You can kind of just sit there and watch it. Nice. Um, The reason why I picked it up, though, is because the lead in this game, in this interactive movie, is Michelle Milet. Now, I know okay. Michelle Milet because I'm scrolling through and I'm like, Katie, Um for the very few of you probably who've caught this show, there's a show on Hulu uh, up in Canada. It's by Crave called Letterkenny. It is hysterical. Letterkenny okay. is fantastic. I've um, heard that's really good. Uh, somebody
2: recommended it to me recently after I finished um, Shit's Creek. No. Oh. Somebody, uh, Language. Somebody, yeah, wait, wait. What? Language. Oh. That's the name. No, no. That's the name of the show, and it's spelled S-C-H-I-T-T. It's their, it's their last name. Like Meet the Fockers? Yeah, exactly. Their last <laughs> name is Schitt. S-C-H-I-T-T. Okay, fair enough. Um, there you
1: go. So I'm scrolling through. I'm like, what the hell is Katie doing on, on – uh, on uh, my Switch, because Katie is the sister of the lead in Letterkenny, um, and I was supposed to see Letterkenny live in March, but be that as it may. Um, yes. So I'm like, this is interesting. So, and I look at the, the, the trailer, I'm like, oh, this looks really interesting. I've seen these interactive movies before, but I never really pulled the trigger on them, because I'm like, all you do is just, you, it's like a 50-50. You just choose, and it moves on. But when I saw the trailer, and admittedly, I'm, I I like her as an actress. I think she's funny, even though this is not a comedy. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know what? I'll throw some money towards that. I'll do it. And I played it uh, Friday. I think I played it Friday. First of all, maybe not the best story to play right now in the current situation that we're in. I'm just going to leave mm-hmm. it at that. But, <laughs> but with that being said... Um, Great interaction, great story, and the way the game plays is with your uh, decisions, not only does it dictate the game, there's nine different endings to unlock, there's like a hundred and something different scenes to unlock, there's 80 different, there's something else to unlock, and you have like this meter that runs kind of based on your decisions, And a percentage of how like how much people like you or trust you, which changes throughout the game. I went through the game the first time, and I was um, uh, considered—was I considered Uh, neurotic (laughs) in my decisions? I was deep neurotic, (laughs) which I thought was very funny. Um, But I highly was going to say I can I can see that being me. Yeah, no, no, yeah, with some of the decisions in this game, Um, and the replay value is definitely there. If there's nine endings, Uh, I got to imagine. Yeah, I got to imagine, though, like the more you play it, though, some of it's got to repeat. So you probably get a little like her. Um, But I highly recommend the complex. But because of how much I'm loving this, I may go back and check out some of these other interactive movies uh, because they're done beautifully. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, with that being the case, I also highly recommend you checking out some of the interactive games Mm -hmm. like Until Dawn was fantastic. Um, and again, it all like there are different endings based on the decisions you made, and yeah. it actually determined who lived and who died in mm-hmm. the game. It was a horror movie game yeah. where you chose what happened. Same thing with Detroit: Become Human and Man of Medan. Mm-hmm. All it's all based on the decisions you make that dictate the story that unfolds. Was Man
1: of Medan with actual actors and actresses? Uh, the only actor in there that I knew was um, Aaron Ashmore. No, no. I mean, like, was it live action?
2: No, 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 no. these are video games, but basically, they you know, they it was almost like the actors do the acting, they just scan
1: what was that movie? What years ago they did that with Keanu Reeves, like they just like Johnny Mnemonic, no, Scanner Uh, Darkly, a scanner, oh, Scanner Darkly, yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, no, but this, which is cool, I Man of Medan, I heard excellent things about, I do want to pick that up. But uh, at least check out the trailer for The Complex, because yeah. uh, the story itself I'll is... Def-
2: I'll definitely check out Complex. I, yeah. I recommend you play Until Dawn first. Right. fair enough. Um, you'll like it. Uh, it be, uh, and also, um, the, the two of the stars in Until Dawn, Hayden Panettiere is the, the lead. Okay. I was like, and a young, pre-Oscar winning Rami Malek is one of the Oh, he's wow. in it too? Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's in it awesome. too. Uh, and then... Um, belting um, out Bohemian Rhapsody? rhapsody? Uh, Pre Bohemian, uh, and I think the other person in there that I knew was uh, is his name Brett Dalton. I don't know. He's on. He was on Agents of Shield for a few seasons. Oh, okay, uh, as one of the. So, cool. uh, but again, that was like it was. Just, it's just a. Re- it was a really cool horror mm-hmm. movie based game where you choose where you choose the path. You know, um,
1: and, and it's funny because as I was getting through, because the only one I can talk about is the complex. The only one I played, and it was probably like a good forty-five minutes to an hour. It was. It lasted. Like it wasn't a full movie, but yeah. you know, and, and like you sit in there and you have a timer to make these decisions and I'm like, and, but as the game gets on, you feel the nerve, like, Oh, what? Like, uh, I got to make a decision. And, yeah. um, it's, it was pretty wacky, It's pretty interesting. So I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I made have refu- because you know why? Because with, with games like, um, on, on the Sega CD double, um, the hell was that called? Uh, double switch, double, double switch. I was going to say double impact, double switch. Uh, Night Trap, things like that. Uh, Not Corpse Killer, but it was another one. I forgot the name of it. But, you know, those... You know, yeah, you had to make the decisions and everything was going on in real time. But this is, like you're saying, you know, this is just... You're given two or three decisions to make, and you kind of just run with it. So, uh, right. so this this may be a new genre that I'm going to be discovering that... uh, You should definitely give it
2: a try. Uh, I don't think it'll disappoint. Now, there's another genre that a a friend of mine introduced me to that (coughs) will probably not be up your alley, and it's uh, it's fairly (laughs) popular in um, Japanese culture, but it's it's kind of like um, an interactive novel. um, The way you... You know, um, you remember the Choose Your Adventure books when we were kids, and you read it, and it's like, oh... If you want to do this, go to page sixty. Mm-hmm, if you want to mm-hmm. do that same same thing with these games, like my friend of mine, share played with me. I think it was called like four twenty eight Shibuya Scramble. It was okay. called uh, Shibuya is an t- an area in Japan. Okay, um, but basically they get live actors and they do some. Video sequences, the majority of it are still images, hmm. and then they give you the story on the screen, and you read the story, and then you make a decision, and your decision hmm. will dictate what happens next. So it's just a way of taking the interactive novel and you know, making it into an actual video game. And apparently they're very popular in Japan, and they're starting to make their way over to the U.S., and just watching him play it, it was really interesting because it made me want to buy it. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, because it's like – yeah, again, it's one of those things where it's like you're really dictating where the story goes. And there are good endings and there are bad endings. So Mm -hmm. like if you make the wrong choice, you get a bad ending and you have to go back and figure out where you went wrong um, and then make the right decision. And then uh, the other cool thing is they have multiple characters that you take control of. So like if there are five characters in the game – the decisions you make with character one will affect what happens to character two or three oh, okay, yeah. and vice versa. So, you know, yeah. So and eventually they'll all converge together if you do everything, you know, the way you're supposed mm-hmm. to. All right. Uh, but so- again, re- again, really interesting.
1: A- another twist on a genre yes. I have, not you know, that, that I'm really interested in trying now. See, my problem is I would do that, but I fall asleep when I read. Uh, yeah. Like, quickly, so then my system will just sit there, and overheat, and probably just burn the whole place down. So,
2: Well, that, that put your system on a timer so it shuts itself off. <laughs> I should. But uh, very all right, interesting. But it's interesting. Yes, very, very interesting.
1: Very interesting. Uh, all right, cool. Um, you know, the the, the last thing I, I have to mention, this is more new, but I got to mention it um, because it was fantastic, and just kind of the way it worked out was hysterical. So, um, PUBG, PlayerUnknown's yes. Battleground. Uh, myself actually the co-host of the Better Half Podcast, Frank Messina, uh, my cousin Eric, and our friend, uh, Verdi, who's been on the show before. Uh, the four of us have been playing it, on and okay. off. Uh, now, these three maniacs love to play at about 10.30 at night. I'm usually sound asleep. So, <laughs> And each of them have kids. So, you know, I guess this is by the time they're done putting their kids to bed, they're still up. Me, uh, it's terrible. But once in a blue moon, I'm on there. We play in a, in a four squad. And if you don't know by now, PUBG pretty much is the one that started this whole battle royale. Uh, just a mm-hmm. hundred players, or you know, teams of four or whatever. Just go down, you land, you find your weapons, and you just play till it's the last man standing. So it is what it is. Uh, and we've played many times. In fact, I think my stats are like two hundred twenty-one games I've played. Um, been in the top ten. Maybe like five or six times or whatever. But never got the win. Never got the winner, winner, chicken dinner. as it, That is, it says, every mm-hmm. time someone wins. Uh, very popular streaming. In fact, to a point where a couple of times with Frank and my cousin Eric, they get a shot off. They kill a player. They kill a streamer. And you can look up. If you look up your name, you can see. You can find the clip of... That streamer, whether he kills you or he gets killed by you. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it's hysterical because, like, the first time this happened when Frank killed a streamer, and Frank's been playing for a while, you, you, you see the streamer playing, he gets killed, like, ah, oh, must be some sort of noob, lucky shot. <laughs> I mean, streamers would be a total jerk, but it was hysterical. Of course. <laughs> so, so anyway, so we're playing four-man squad, uh, so you do the math Four on a squad is hundred players however many teams there are so um 25. there we go so we're playing through and i'm I'm not the best at the game so I'm usually the, one of the first or second one to die um so now there's like 10 minutes there's, the, the game's not timed but it was like a, it just the game lasted a half hour so okay. for like the last 10 minutes of the game it was just me Eric Frank and Verdi are all gone they're dead but they can spectate you can still spectate your team of so they're kinda they're still assisting me. They're helping me out. But I'm running like a maniac. I'm panicking. I don't know what's going on. I'm run- because in the game, the 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 level keeps shrinking down. Almost like Battle Royal. Like the movie, Battle yes. Royal. Keeps shrinking. Till so it's like a little, little, little dot. So now I'm hiding out. I'm in this, I'm in a house, I'm hiding out. And the running joke right now is the fact that I got like these level one guns on me. Like, I barely upgraded anything. I got a shotgun. Mm-hmm. No one ends the game with a shotgun. It's, it's the worst gun in the game. Okay. So there I am, hiding in one of the houses. Turns out where I am, the zone keeps closing, but I kind of am in the middle still of the zone. So I got a good right. spot. So I'm just waiting there. I'm waiting there. Finally, I hear someone enter the house. I hear them going up the stairs. They open the door. Bam! Got him. Like, oh. So now I'm like, of 100 people, we're down to four, and I finally got my first kill in this game. In this Okay. In- <laughs> Okay, so and you can see the remaining number of people dwindle. Then it gets down to two. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's me and and somebody else, and I'm sure somebody else is a lot better than I am. The screen closes one more time. Now I'm out of the zone. So now I have no choice because it forces you into a battle. Right. So I jump out the window. I, I run around. The guy tags me a couple of times, but somehow doesn't kill me. And this guy's got, like, the best gun in the game. I turn around to the entrance He's reloading. I shoot him with a shotgun square in the face. Game over. So now nice. I'm sitting there like, and I hear silence. The three of them are <laughs> silent. All of a sudden they're like, no. Wait, did he just do this? Did he just win? And then it says, winner, winner, chicken dinner. And I was like, oh my God. And so I finally got a win, and I was the last person surviving on my squad. So it was just me. Uh, I wanted to stop playing right then and there, uh, but I opted to play the next morning in solo mode and I got my butt handed to me each and every time. So, trust me, this was a, this, I lucked out. But I finally got my win in PUBG. Um actually uploaded the video to, there's a, a Facebook group that we're part of, okay. you know, like a PUBG group. And everyone, a lot of thanks, you know, that's awesome. And yeah. then finally, after the, the congratulations, it gets like a shotgun? Really? Look at this guy. Like, He's got terrible weapons, but he won. Congratulations. And someone accused me of being a bot, which I think is awesome. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> uh, I think you need to share that on our YouTube page. I th- it's I not retro gaming I but still.
1: Did. Yeah, it's only like a 30 second clip, but I can definitely put that up. That's all good, man. Um, hey, congratulations. Thank you. I need, after the week that I was having, I trust me, I need, and I That's- rode that win for about two days. As you, should, as you should, especially <laughs> with something like that. Yeah, it was awesome. Um,
2: so good, yeah. So awesome work.
1: Yep, thank Great you very shot. much. I'm not counting it as part of the contest, but it was no, very it does cool. Not count as part of the contest. <laughs>
2: so, oh man, very. That's cool. about very it. Cool. That's
1: about it for me. Yeah. All
2: right. Yeah. No. And uh, I'm I'm good as well. You know. Uh, I think. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I think this was. Uh, I think this was a good episode. Yeah. Just,
1: uh, I like I like it when we shoot off the cuff. I love shooting from the hip. That's what I do best. Well. That's what I do. <laughs> All right, awesome. And where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook.com slash
2: retrogamerspodcast, on Instagram at RetroGamerspodcast, on Twitter at RetroGamersPod and at the RetroGamers.com. You can also email us at email at theretrogamers.com. You and also Watch and listen to us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We would love to get some more subscribers uh, if you guys enjoy us. Uh, also, leave us some really awesome reviews. I know Larry usually give this stick, but it's my turn. Yeah, wow. Well, uh, you know, leaving, leaving us some positive reviews is also really helpful. We appreciate every one of them, and we
1: appreciate every one of you who come out and listen or watch every week. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, we actually had real quick uh, we did have someone ask, uh, you know, when I was doing my live wrestling, uh, WrestleMania thing, someone was like, oh, you guys should do that for the Retro Gamers. And we actually started, we did it once, very periodically, but we did it on Instagram. We'll probably try it on Facebook at one point. Uh, yeah. Maybe sometime this week coming up, and we'll we'll try and figure I, something I, out.
2: I think we definitely should. Uh,
1: to do basically like a live episode. Maybe we even do a live episode like that. Um, you know, hopefully field questions, field comments from all you guys. And uh, we're looking to do that as well in the future, Uh, because we love interacting with you. We love, you know, your comments. And we definitely want to mention more of them on the show. Uh, And with that, I think we'll call it a week. Uh, I got to get ready again for night two of WrestleMania for my Wrestlemania uh, live stream. Watch along. A lot of people, my mother texts me. She's like, why can't I see Wrestlemania? I'm like, because that would be illegal. (laughs) So you're just just getting me and my reactions. (laughs) That's right. So awesome. And actually, I guess I'll talk to you later tonight, hopefully. Yeah, I'll see you on the watch party. Awesome. And everyone, we will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast.